laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Who huh? should have this person locked up and looked at? Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Mers and David Horning on this week's episode. I, I don't think that anything in my act is so outlandish. Like, yeah, some of the gay stuff goes a little far, according to some of my critics. Um, and fuck them, right? Uh, do you know how much pussy eating I've listened to over the years? Uh, do you know how much, like, aggressive, like, sexual assault material I have to listen to you over the years? Like, just come on. Like, if you can't listen to me consensually blow a dude, you can eat my ass. Right. Let's be honest. Work sucks. There's a reason we don't look forward to Monday mornings and we look forward to Friday nights. But what if we could change that? That's why there's water cooler comedy. Did you know that incorporating humor into your work makes you more creative, more innovative, and more collaborative? Well, that's why we bring in professional comedians to break up the monotony of the work week with a fun comedy show. Or you can bring in a keynote speaker to share new ideas for how to incorporate humor into the everyday activities of the workplace. Or we have a program called Creative Kickoffs, where we start your day, your meeting, your Monday by bringing your team together with improv exercises and fun team building activities. It's water cooler comedy. You can find us on social media, on Twitter at Comedy Cooler, on Instagram at Water Cooler Comedy, and on our website at watercoolercomedy.org because work is the time and place to laugh. Uh, Welcome to the podcast known as You Can't Laugh at That, where we take topics that are taboo, that are towing the line, that are crossing the line, that are overused, that are cliche, or... Are they? Are they? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) We we take these topics and uh, find different angles on them to uh, prove that they can be funny. I mean, there's an infinite number of ways to look at things, and that's what we are exploring Welcome to the podcast today, the very funny Dwayne Duke. Well, hello, 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 hello. Dwayne Duke headlines all over the country, um, as you should be headlining clubs all over the country, uh, because this this dude is um, very I don't know, funny. He's one of my favorites to watch perform. Just his authenticity on stage and just the connection that he makes with audiences. I really appreciate that. So, <laughs> stop! You're gonna make my head swell. <laughs> That's the point. We're here to give you a head boner. Um, <laughs> head boner, knees and toes. Um, <laughs> thanks for thanks for uh, agreeing to be on this podcast. Thanks for having me today. Uh, it's a beautiful Saturday in sunny Cleveland, Ohio. In February, it's like sixty degrees. Get out of here! Is it really? I. I have, it feels like it. I have the flu, so it could be 100 degrees outside. It feels like it's 12. <laughs> it's like this jacket is for all weathers. Yeah. It's a flu jacket yeah. is what it is. Um, cool. Well, thanks for being on the show today. Uh, today's topic is the uh, always controversial in Christian mother circles. <laughs> Nudie bars. Nudie bars. Strip clubs. Biggins. Gentlemen's clubs. Or as my favorite Albany would call them, uh, the Jiggly Room. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Married with Children? Married with Children. God, That's, that show was so it was so ahead of its time. Um, 
I maintain the, that for its time, um, it was a feminist, it was a very feminist show. Okay. Do, do you think it would work today just because there's that nuance like where it's not giving you two, but it's giving you one plus one as far as like the jokes that it tells? Um, I think it would make it, like if it started around season four of the original series, if that's where they started, they would probably make it one season. <laughs> <laughs> They Good would make point. it one season, it'd become a cult classic and get head straight to Netflix two seasons, and then you find out that David Faustino was like a Scientologist and touched kids. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's how it happens. That's I mean, how I, I don't think he is either of those things, but <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer. Yeah. But I who knows? It. I believed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you came with conviction. You crossed the line. Why strip clubs? Why are we why are we talking about strip clubs? Um uh just it's the one bit that I do that um I guess anyone could do. Um, it's the one bit of mine that like doesn't necessarily come just only from my point of view. Uh, like anyone could talk about going to these same. They would have the exact same experience if they walked into either of the buildings that I talk about. This is this is true. Um, just it was a wild night that I had. Um, one night in Vegas and one night in Key West. Um, and if you're gonna go to a strip club, those are the places. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna. You know, for material, I'm gonna go to one in Atlanta soon. Um, where I went to one in Pittsburgh last weekend. Not not even a strip club, just a room where the guys were naked dancing on the on the on the bar. And I was like, this is weird. Is that <laughs> was it advertised at that place? Or? Yeah. So it's a bar called Lucky's, and um, I won't say the full name, but it's called Lucky's, and. Um, when you go in there, the guys are just on the bar naked, and you're like, "There is no nuance to this. These guys are just sort of they're sort of <laughs> two stepping, and then like every ten minutes they rotate around the bar, um, so you get a different dick in your face, and you're just like, "Ugh, this is so inappropriate." But I was like twenty sheets to the wind, so I was just I'm dropping singles. <laughs> That's good. So you go to strip clubs for material, not so much for the well, yeah. I know, the well, entertainment value. I go to strip clubs like like rich female celebrities go to strip clubs. I'm there to make friends. I'm there for the experience. Let's take some pictures. It's like yes, I support you. <laughs> this is not a sexual thing in the least. You're there to uplift. It's like here, yeah. like pay for your car or whatever. All right. Yeah, I'm just like get these dollars I worked for. <laughs> Invest them into a Roth IRA. Right. <laughs> like you were working your ass off up there. Someone appreciates this. I, it doesn't turn me on in the least, but this is so good for you. It's actually very patronizing the way I go to strip clubs. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like shaking hands. I'm like, I'm just like, oh my god, hands. what are you doing? I'm I'm the dumb bitch in the corner. Just like gets an entire life story. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you for a lap dance, but let's have a conversation. Let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, get off of me. <laughs> no, 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 don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're the one where they're like, no touching. <laughs> like, don't touch me. <laughs> um, cool. So let's uh, let's dive into your bit. Let's kind of introduce you through uh, your bit here. Um, this is from your album Shame Flashbacks, which you can find on Spotify, which you can find on uh, iTunes. And uh, the track title is Treasures of Burlesque on a Guy's Weekend. And we're going to start about 30 sec- 36 seconds in cool. um, to the bit. So let's rock and roll person i don't care for them i've been at two strip clubs in my life the last one i ever went to was in las vegas it was like the night i moved there i, I was hanging out with a friend of mine that lived her his entire life 
Uh, he's, we're doing the most traditional thing you could do. We're, we're at this super fancy steakhouse for dinner. It was uh, an Outback. <laughs> yeah. We come downstairs out, out the restaurant, and this man hops out of nowhere and goes, Hey, man, want to see some titties? I was like, no, not really. <laughs> I just had ribs. <laughs> ribs and titties don't go together in my world anymore. Not since I was 16, I gave up women for Lynn. You know, it's the promise to Jesus, right? What can I say? And he goes, come on, it's $33. You get a limo ride and two drinks. I was like, a limo ride? Shit, yeah. This will go better than prom. So we hop in the back of this limo. It takes us to the strip club called Treasures. And let me tell you, the women there were not <laughs> even remotely close to Treasures. They were more like fool's gold. That's what they were. Uh... I sat right down front because I wanted to smell the daddy issues. And uh, <laughs> this one lovely A cup sluts on over to me and she, <laughs> she pulls just the one breast out, leans down. She goes, $150 to take you upstairs. You can see it all. And I said, no, thank you. My boyfriend's in the bathroom. And she goes, oh, thank God. Puts her tit up, lets her gut out, fart a little bit. It's the weirdest <laughs> fucking boner I've ever had. <laughs> Like, I chased her around the room. I was like, since her dollars, do it again. Make me come. <laughs> I'm going to pause it right there. Because you're just like, jab, 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 cross, like, uppercut. Like. I mean, that's, all, that's almost an hour into the recording. So. Yeah? Yeah, like, it's yeah. like track eight or nine or something like that. Yeah, yeah we're definitely towards the, the end yeah, of people, the... Uh, and I had a couple great openers that night, and people were, like, really into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got drunk that night. <laughs> that room is vibing. Where where uh, where was that? The Rialto Theater in Akron. Oh shit! Okay, uh, yeah. yeah. In a, beautiful Kenmore, Akron. Oh, Jesus. So I've been. I was between uh, two abandoned pizza places and a house <laughs> street from a meth addiction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. yeah. But it was a full room. Very 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 kind crowd to me that night. Uh, you open. You talk about like going uh, to a, a fancy steakhouse in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Outback. That's what I did. I, w- I went with a friend of mine to Outback, and then this guy literally uh, dressed like a pimp. <laughs> like, he was in, like, a real slick black suit, and he was, like, Russian. Um, and I was like, oh, we're getting stolen if we get in that car. Um, <laughs> but, you know, because we're dudes, we didn't. Um <laughs> We just got to go watch women who were stolen. Um, we, <laughs> yeah, no, not all those women looked like they wanted to be there. Oh, um, sure. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was like a Tuesday because I was about to, I was flying out of Vegas the next night to go do like three days of vacation in Florida. It was wild. I'm just, we're, we're hanging out. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. My friend's like, yeah, let's go to the strip club. I'm like, I don't. I don't go to strip clubs. He goes, let's go to the strip club. I'm like, I don't want to go to the strip club. He goes, come on. It's only $33 for a limo ride, and you get two drinks. And I was like, that doesn't add up. Uh, so we get to the strip club, and he he fucks off immediately. Like, they saw him coming. Uh, he's in the fancy room. He dropped $700 before I got my second drink. If you're going to Vegas, Vegas. <laughs> he lived in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. So this was like... <laughs> yeah, like, he's from Vegas. So okay. I I sat by the stage, and the girls were just coming by one by one, and I was just counting bullet holes. And uh, one girl was just like, uh, are you sure you don't want to dance? Are you sure you don't want to dance? Are you sure you don't want to dance? Like, the fifth time she came by, I was like, dude, I'm gay. And she was like, oh, okay, are you sure you don't want to dance? <laughs> and I was like... 
do you have a secret? (laughs) (laughs) She goes, no, but, um, uh, you know where you need to go? And she like gave me the name of another strip club. And I was like, do you think I'm paying for Dick? Like, no, (laughs) Dick is falling from trees. Yeah. She should know that. Right. (laughs) She should know that. (laughs) Just because she doesn't have one. She's like, I forget everything about <laughs> what I've learned. She these- clearly was forgetting everything. She's like, you know what? I'm here. I've cleared my brain. I've gone zen. I'm very much the Buddha. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's just <laughs> in the moment. It's like a goldfish. Are you sure you don't want to dance? Right. Get she a kept coming back. Bitch. Right. Um, I did get in trouble because uh, I took a picture of a sign. Uh, at the strip club, and it just says uh, prostitution is illegal, and I thought that shit was hysterical because uh, I was like, "This is Vegas, come on, get it together." But uh, the bartender, who I later then became friends with, without realizing it, um, she starts flipping shit on me. She goes, "What the fuck are you doing? These women don't want you taking their picture." I was like, "I didn't take a picture of any of these broads." In fact, the picture I took. Sort of has the top of your head in it, but I waited till you return so I wouldn't get your face in it. So I'd get the sign that says prostitution is illegal because I think that's hilarious and I want it as a t shirt. Did they make you delete it? Yeah, she was like, Show me your phone. Show me your phone or I'm kicking you out. I was like, That's that's not a threat. <laughs> she goes, I can have your phone taken from you. And I was like, All right, calm the fuck down. You can't do that. Don't don't threaten me with a good time. I was like, Kicking me out. What? I can leave this place? Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, what happened to you dude yeah I got kicked out I don't I don't know what happened I was like can I just have my water down rum and coke (laughs) you crossed the line so yeah so the Outback reference I mean that's great so you have like the A and B story the fancy steakhouse so people get that like image in their mind I'm in Vegas fancy steakhouse pause Outback I mean it's a great way to get people into the bit so it's like oh I I weave uh the tales of how I'm Midwestern and not that fancy throughout my like throughout my act. And if I mention a restaurant, it's you know it's going to be the kind of place that you can find off the highway, and like you know it, you know you're going to like it, you're going to have a good time there. You know what the prices are going to be generally, like within a couple of dollars. You can plan your night there. You're like, oh, well, you know, we can go to this new Buck Hut or we can go back to the Outback. All right, <laughs> where do you think we're going? Yeah. The Outback. Consistency is key. Right. Yeah. Outback, Longhorn, Olive Garden, <laughs> all those like Darden or whatever restaurants. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I use them interchangeably on stage. <laughs> Which is perfect because you connect with every audience. We right. got the tour yeah. of Italy at Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Something went terribly wrong. The tour of Brisbane. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, <laughs> So I I stopped at an Outback recently, and there was a woman who was just being an absolute nightmare. And I was like, I was going to get, um, it was like a a boomerangarita, and it was like five <laughs> margaritas on a boomerang. And I was like, I kind of want that, but then this one was being such a nightmare that I just ended up getting a beer. Uh, she walked out on her food, or she walked out on her bill, and they gave me her wings for free. <laughs> That was a really good day. Yeah, corporate restaurants. It's like we don't care. We like, can't. We can't resell this. Yeah, yeah. We we have the money to give this to you. It's fine. Like the the bartender and the store manager, like both came over and apologized because they're like she was a total fucking nightmare. And like I, the one goes, I thought she was gonna walk on her bill, but like I didn't think she was actually gonna walk on her bill. Right. Hmm. 
The other one was like, yeah, I knew she wasn't going to tip, but like, I didn't think she was going to walk on the bill. Yeah. You want to give people the benefit of the doubt. It's just like, I mean, you bartend. So yeah. it's like, I know, I have a feeling where this is going, but I don't want to make that assumption. Oh, mm-hmm. no, it happened. Never mind. Like, yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's that's part yeah. of the game. Part of the game. Too soon. Like, like I was saying, I mean, this, this whole bit is just like punchline after punchline after punchline after punchline. It's just every single thing you say is funny, which is, I mean, <laughs> I listened to this twice last night and once today and I'm still laughing oh, just because please, it's like keep stroking my ego thank you th- that's what that's, <laughs> that's what we're what here this to do you replaced all the boring words with interesting words yeah. <laughs> that's what made it very funny yeah that she uh, this a cup sluts her way over to me like that's a that's a funny visual because you don't have to say anything more than that i see the entire thing like i've been there it's you know if anybody's ever been to a strip club before we're with you like yeah. we're with you that whole bit um <laughs> Ribs and titties don't go together. Like that's a that's yeah. a funny. <laughs> they don't. They do not go together. I just had ribs. Like, <laughs> ribs. Yeah, like I'm a, already full. That's not, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a classic pairing. Uh, like gave it's, a, not, it's not uh, surf and turf. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, and then and then yeah, I gave up. Uh, I gave up women for Lent. Like that's. I mean. You can say you're gay in so many ways, yeah. and and you always find like a new way to do it every time. It's you, great. It, you gotta try it something otherwise. Otherwise, your crowds are just like, we get it. Yeah, you can't just keep saying that. No Good point. It's true. The, mm-hmm. When I when I first started, I would just re- keep reiterating like I, I went to a Catholic school, and then it was like, um, you know, I was like I wasn't molested. Like, mm-hmm. and there are new ways to say it. Yeah. Every time you you repeat that information, so. yeah. Like I went to Catholic school, and yeah, like Father Gary like does not return my calls. Like yeah. I went to Catholic school, and, like um, seriously, <laughs> all the priests were like, "Hey, come on, you're coming on a little strong." Like I went to Catholic school, uh, <laughs> and like Jesus, they saw me come and was like, "Hey, by the way, you know we're all celibate, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I went to one of those schools where you start the day with a prayer and end it with anxiety, like <laughs> shit like that. You know, I mean, you say the same thing, but. In different ways, so I mean that's a great tool to use. Um, I love how it was the was like the free limo ride is, is what got you. It's like I don't care about the strip club. Like I get to ride in a limo, whatever. Yeah. Thirty three bucks. Yeah, we got there and it was just like Ugh, this was not worth it. <laughs> you ever immediately get buyer's remorse? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like yeah. I hadn't even paid yet. I was like, ugh, I regret this. <laughs> Every time I've ever gone to a strip club, yeah, I immediately am like, why am I here? Why oh. did I just give this? Twenty dollars. Why did I just give this other twenty dollars? Like, what? What am I doing? <laughs> this, also, I'm not enjoying this. They also make it really hard for you to get back out of the strip club. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, why do you want to leave?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't like this. <laughs> I paid the thirty-three dollars. I drank my drink. Let me go." <laughs> <laughs> Treasures again. Like that's another. Like you name the strip club, and you're, you're just I, like, I probably should have named it. Fool's <laughs> gold. Oh, come on. It's, I probably should have named that strip club. Like that's a real strip club. Yeah. I was in Vegas recently, and I took a picture, and I sent it to a friend of mine. He goes, you, uh, like, thankfully you're not bigger. They will sue you if they ever hear that bit. I was like, no, they won't. They might. They might. I mean, if they're litigious. After this podcast. What? I I don't know. Uh, I mean, you can joke about, like, I mean, I've heard so many bits about the names of strip clubs. I mean, there's some funny names. Stripper names, that's one you hear too much. Yes. (laughs) Unless it's something, a new take. Yeah. On it, which is fine, but like the like bubbles, like I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Mary Ann, y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Pam. <laughs> like, you know, and if it was, if if a woman was doing Pam from Archer as her strip persona, I would be there every fucking week to see which character she was doing. <laughs> Dude, that's that's 
that's the way to get people into strip clubs. I think you've mm-hmm. unlocked the the code. Yeah, strip clubs are more like burlesque. Like, or where it's a show. Yeah, yeah. I'm not there. Like I've 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 been to confession. I've been to two strip clubs my entire life. Yeah. All right. One when I was 18, like I was still in high school because uh-huh. you're 18, you fucking go to a strip club. And then the other one, I was uh, opening for a comic at Funny Stop, and this dude was on a hunt for pussy. <laughs> and, and like, it wasn't working out anywhere. So, and he was like, well, where, where can we go like at this time of night where there's girls? And I was like, the only place that's open is a strip club. Or you can try your luck at a diner. <laughs> like, I mean, which, you could have gone to a casino. Yeah, that's or, true. Yeah, no. Casino, just, I didn't think about that. But I was yikes. just like, I guess strip club. I guess, I don't know. That's where my head was. Or, I don't know, hop on Tinder yeah. earlier in the day, set some shit up. Right. Right, you want to set that up in the PM you, for the AM. You go to the you go to the Red Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. Right. I mean, I mean, some people have a lot of luck there. Yeah, Brett you know, Thomas. Give Brett a chance. Yeah, give Brett a chance. <laughs> give Brett a chance. I, uh, I love my son. <laughs> I love my kid. Uh, Brett, if you're listening, Daddy loves you. Yeah. Aww. We all love Brett. We all love Brett. The, um, no, t- uh, the Red Fox is where 2006 like. Stayed. Just stayed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what's great about it? Like, you go in, you're like, yes, I love this song. Yes, yeah. I love this song. I love this line dance. I'm not too old for this. Oh, what's that? We're taking a break? Oh, I'm actually going home. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm I'm home by noon, yeah. <laughs> by midnight. This is fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the Red Fox at 11 a.m. Prime hours. It's mine. Um, it's so funny when you watch people dancing because it's like, oh, you were definitely hot in high school, but you never developed a personality. Right. So here we are, still doing the same dance moves. Uh, <laughs> I think my favorite is the woman who you can tell um, she's very suburban, but she's only fucked black men. Mm. Um, and uh, <laughs> and she comes in real hot about it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, you have said the N-word today. <laughs> <laughs> you have. That's how I talk dirty. You've got some mixed kids, so maybe uh, don't. <laughs> mm, do you have a babysitter, or did you just leave them at home? <laughs> she just left home. They're four, five, six, seven, and eight, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then twenty two. <laughs> oh my god! Just some weird. Like you took a break. The Good last five were accidents. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds intentional to me. Well, yeah. The first one I was trying to trap a man. The last five I got tricked. <laughs> Birth canals of Gatling gun. <laughs> when you go to Red Fox, you can smell the daddy issues. I love that line they yeah. use. I sat down front because I wanted to smell the daddy issues. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've changed uh, it. Up. I've changed how I how I deliver that joke a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's now because I'm nearsighted, so I had to smell the daddy issues. Um, <laughs> okay. Just uh, and and it's fine. And I do want to take this moment to say that I have nothing against uh, people who work in the sex industry. Strippers are an important part of the of, of the economy and very necessary, dude. And they make killer money. I mean, I mean, not all of them. Not all of them. Uh, some of them are struggling to pay bills, but yeah. uh, fuck which it, is leave. obscene. Yeah, at the for right doing places. that kind of work. I mean, if if you're not at a good strip club, you're not at a good strip club. Sometimes yeah. it's just the only job you can get. Yeah. And good on her. I mean, it's a job that, like, if it wasn't an industry we needed, it wouldn't exist. They're right. in the D-League. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the developmental. You're in the minors, man. Um, no, I think, I mean, I think it's important for, I mean, yeah. just, like, the, the first of all, the owner has to take care of your people. Like, you have to take care of your people. Like, take they're the care ones of your that people. Are, yeah. They're, they're the ones that are making you money. Um, listen, listen, these hmm. fucking these fucking scumbag owners—they can yeah. all, they can all rick my sack. Yeah, fuck right off. <laughs> um, I 
yeah, I couldn't do it. Like, I mean, I just, <laughs> you couldn't I, own a strip club. Okay, no, I couldn't own a strip club, and I couldn't be a stripper. Clearly, uh, uh, my f- the first job I applied for out of college was the promotional manager for a strip club in Tampa called Sin. You say you applied for it? Yeah, I which didn't means, get it. Uh, um, he was like the owner. One, this dude interviewed me with a ponytail and jeans on, right? So that was my first clue as to where I was working. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, I, he was doing construction, but he he had bare feet. So what? Yeah, <laughs> I want to know this person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he walked in just barefoot with a ponytail, doing construction, open shirt. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? But you know, I'm I'm 21 and I'm just, I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed. And he's explaining the job. He goes, yeah. So like, if if you get the job, you'll have like a van. Do you have a license? So I was like, yeah, I got a license. He goes, and you'll have like a staff of girls that you should take to events and do things. And I was like, so I'll have like a. I text a friend of mine, and I was like, um, I was like, if I get this job, I'm gonna have a staff of hookers. And she goes, what? <laughs> this job comes with friends. <laughs> That's and she goes, what? I go, uh, I applied at a strip club today. And she goes, say no more. Um, and then we were both sad when I didn't get it. <laughs> right? Man, how how different things might have turned out. <laughs> Probably the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> Man, so I'm understanding more and more why why you went with this topic is what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Uh, um, so when you reveal to the stripper that you're gay... Pulls her tit up, lets her gut out, farted a little bit. It's the weirdest boner I've ever. And then you like, the, I don't know. You pause between weirdest and boner. It's a it's a perfectly timed pause. It, if, if, um, if it doesn't get that huge laugh, I I won't pause. I'll just power through. Yeah. But if people are really into it, I give them that second because it's that second punch that people like don't see coming right. at first, which I I appreciate. I. I appreciate people liking me. I don't know. Right. I mean, you're 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 great at telling stories. Like, I mean, you. Uh, I mean, I've I've watched you like make my parents laugh at a show with with like some raunchy. I don't remember what what the exact like joke was or what the exact story was, but it was definitely like when I turned and saw them laughing, I was surprised because that's not their thing. Like they like you have such a way of connecting with people who aren't like you when you're on stage, and it's awesome to watch. I really enjoy that. And, uh, and and I, I think this line sums it up perfectly because, um, you know, she let her tit out or, or she lifted her tit, whatever. Um, <laughs> she farted a little up. bit. She put her t- uh, she uh, put her tit up, let her gut out, fart a little bit. It's the weirdest fucking motor I've ever <laughs> yeah. I've ever had. That that you say it's the weirdest, and then you know you wait for that laugh um, because people are thinking like, oh, this is the weirdest like thing that's ever yeah. happened to me. And then you go with boner, and it's. And then, uh, and then your net, your next line, he's like, "Yeah, chase her around the room. Here's six hundred dollars. Do it again." <laughs> like that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, um, that's such a good visual. And but it also is like so many dudes go to strip clubs with <laughs> like all that money, and it's just like, "I want a cop." <laughs> just uh, let me mash this against the back of you. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Why are you wearing sweatpants, Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> this is my going out apparel. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's let's get back to the bit. That's a warning. <laughs> Two of those need to leave now, sir. Uh, after they figured out what I was, they stopped serving me, so I had to go to the bar to get my own watered-down drinks. And uh, behind the bar, there's a sign that says, prostitution is illegal. And I assume that's the same as employees must wash hands. <laughs> sure, it's posted, but doesn't mean a damn thing, right? 
That's the last strip club I ever went to. The first strip club I ever went to was in Key West, Florida. It was an all-male strip club. That's the right response. Uh, no, no, none of that. Because uh, an all-male strip club is basically a room full of Arnold Classic rejects sweating steroids at you. That's what it is. Uh, I went with a group of my friends after graduation for a guy's weekend, you know, where you like, you all wear matching sarongs and you write your name in the sand and a big old heart, you know, like a guy's weekend. We like, we all like, we drank fruity drinks and we took MySpace pictures like a guy's weekend. We like, we all, we all like got matching ankle tattoos. It was a guy's weekend. It was fucking lovely. <laughs> like, Brian, I just want to dance. <laughs> I just want to dance and talk about my feelings. <laughs> you know, guys weekend, right? <laughs> so, on the third day of our guys weekend, it was my turn to black out. <laughs> we were taking in turns. We were good friends. And I'm walking down the main strip, and I just see this gold-painted door with no windows on either side. I was like, I wonder what happens in there. <laughs> so I just go inside, you know, like a horror film. And the, the manager slash pimp walks right up to me and goes, hey man, welcome, it's the middle of the day, we got a special, two dudes, 20 bucks, private dance, back room. And I said, 20 bucks for two dudes? That's kind of a lot. <laughs> Can't say that in this century. Let's pause for so a second. So I, uh, I walked over. Uh, so someone pointed out to me after, I don't, I don't know, after I've been doing the bit for years that uh, the Brian, I just want to dance thing is similar to somebody else's bit, and I so I stopped doing it like entirely that with that in there because I was like, Ugh. and it was someone way way more famous. And I was like, God damn it! Like, just, like that's that's just a really stupid line, and it should be Brett. I want to dance because uh, I went with my friend Brett. Okay. Uh, but uh, all of that is, yeah, Key West is just a fucking nightmare and it was me and five guys and we were just we were hammered we were shit hammered for four days just and one person's job was to be sober enough to get us around every day uh that's fair my friend brett fell asleep at two separate bars we all got kicked out of the same bar on different nights for falling asleep but he fell asleep at two different bars like a roulette yeah like, we're always, like, like i fell asleep and then the next day i almost got arrested for trying to buy marijuana <laughs> <laughs> there are way worse things happening in Key West. Yeah, no, like it would, we definitely went to an orgy at one point, and like just Key West is a fucking nightmare. But okay, yeah. we can we can yeah. finish it because the rest of this is it's a very visual bit to the joke. Bar sat down, had a Bud Light like a lady. And <laughs> about half a beer into it, he comes right up to me, and goes, "I get it. It's kind of slow right now. How about I make you a deal? Five guys, twenty-five bucks, no questions asked." <laughs> So I ran outside and overdrafted to my checking account. <laughs> Walked back in and I slammed the money on the bar and I was like, what now? <laughs> he goes, go behind that curtain, sit down, get comfortable, your men are be in in a second. I was like, ooh, how titillating. <laughs> so I go and I sit down on the, on the leather couch behind the curtain and immediately I, I realize I wish I didn't wear shorts. A techno light starts, a techno strobe light starts flashing over my head, and a techno song starts. And one by one, these muscle-bound Eastern European gods walk in, and they're just, they're just wearing banana hammocks, and they all find spots around my body to make me uncomfortable. Like one straddled my shoulders, and I just used his sack like a speed bag, like butter, 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 like a fucking 
like training to fight Rocky. <laughs> like they're wearing, they're wearing next to nothing. I could tell that they were not Jewish. <laughs> not one of them. Uh, and because uh, part of the experience is... Again, another way of saying something with, like, not, yeah. like, implicitly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well played. Uh, make you feel sensual to make you feel loved. They start dirty talking me. And this is when I realized they're all Eastern European, meaning they've all, they were all raised behind the Iron Curtain. They all grew up in abject poverty, and they escaped that shit to come to America to make a better life for themselves and their families. And what are they doing? They're dancing mostly naked for some drunk asshole on a Thursday afternoon in July in Key West, Florida. He didn't even pay full price. He got them on discount like he had a Groupon for fucking humans. <laughs> but that's fine. Now they're dirty talking me. They're saying things like, you like that? You like that big dick? Does that big dick turn you on? Is he higher? Like that? You like that? You like that big dick? Is this big dick what you like? Yeah, man, yeah, man. You like that? You like that big dick? Does that big dick turn you on? Is this how you like it? You like that? You like that big dick? Does that big dick turn you on? Is this how you like it? Yeah, man, yeah, man. You love that big dick. I bet you love that big dick. Yeah, man, yeah. You like that? You like that big dick? Does that big dick? This goes on for 28 weeks. You like that? You like that big dick? That big dick turn you on? Is this how you like it? Yeah, man, yeah, man. You like that? You like that big dick? Does that big dick turn you on? Uh, man, yeah, man. And I'm just thinking, no. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> All right, so, like, when you first do, start doing that accent, yeah. like, you, you start getting a couple laughs, and there's, like, a crater in laughs, because it's like, like, why does he keep doing this? But then you keep hammering at home and the laughs like build up again and then you <laughs> and then you break it up. But this goes on for 28 weeks and then that's like the big punch and then you keep going, which makes each time you say it even funnier. Uh, I usually... Um, so that night I was on a stage that was way too high. It was like, yeah. it was like uh, 13, 14 feet up. Um, yeah. And usually I'm a little closer to the audience. Uh, but I do try to make eye contact with a person who is either going to be the most uncomfortable with this joke going on for so long or would just really play along with the joke going on. Um, uh, I do try to pick people in the crowd who, who I know have been having a good time or who have been, you know, sort of reserved a little bit and I just want to see them, I want to see them break. Okay. Um, that's, that's a good goal. It's a fun, it's a fun bit to get people to break and it's, it's near the end of the act and people, people really like it. Yeah. I mean, they already know who you are at that point. And it's yeah. like, I mean, you've bought in. By yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. Right. If you haven't, why are you still here? <laughs> right. uh, how long have you, it, like, what's the longest you've just kept doing? You like this big thing? You, yeah. uh, two minutes. Yeah. It is, at a certain point, I have to, I have to stop. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you do it to the point you're uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, Ugh, what am I doing? Get it together, Dwayne. <laughs> so that's my time. Uh, <laughs> Did you did you start doing that at like open mics? Yes and no. It didn't go as long when I first started doing it at open mics. Uh, like I, I would start doing it as my closer at mics, and I would tell the story. I wouldn't tell the treasures part. I would just I would just go straight into um, this part of the, of the joke. I would tell the story, 
I would get through that part. And I would try and do it as fast as possible. So it was like, you like that? You like the big dick? You like the big look? So like, it's almost unintelligible because it's like five guys talking all at once. <laughs> um, and then I would get to the punchline and I'll close up and like get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Okay. When did you realize that the longer you do it, the funnier it is? I think um, when I when I felt good enough about having it be in like my feature or my closer set. Okay. Then I was like, yeah, okay, people, people really don't have a problem with this bit. They're they're into it. They're like, they're like they will they will stick around for this bit as long as I'm willing to play with it. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and this, I mean, it comes to a natural close because you can, like, once you build up to that big laugh, you can kind of feel them tapering down a little bit, and then and then you move on. Yeah, it's just like it's like the perfect amount of time. Yeah. Uh, I could have had a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Honestly, let's end it there. Uh, or the, or your bit. Uh, yeah. That's a great way to, to close it out. <laughs> like you like these, honestly, no. Honestly, I could have had a pizza. It's, <laughs> I mean, uh, you could ribs. be doing yeah or ribs. <laughs> 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 you should uh, you should close it out with that. Next ribs. Time. Well, the, the pizza is a callback to how I overdirected my checking account. Okay. 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 Um, I'm just I'm always thinking like, oh, I could have had a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that that bit speaks for itself. It's it's <laughs> it's a unique perspective on this thing that we've all, you know, we all know yeah. about, and it's well like banana hammocks and kiwas. Yeah, everybody, everybody's done both yeah, at the right? same just, time. It's just like, well, hadn't someone's schmegma covered uh, silky drawers dragged across your face? Yep. Yeah, it's right before you're proposed to. Right. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you would never ask. You crossed the line. The next bit I want to go into, um, I was surprised at how much I like this because I'm not a big David Spade fan, but this um, this is actually, it's a really good joke. Um, just, <laughs> yeah, I know. I never thought I would say that. So this is... Uh, the story of a girl. I went to a strip club then. I'm just going to tell you this. I'm only telling you about this strip club because if I talk about it in my act, it's a write-off. I went to this place. I just want to get my 90 grand back. No, I went to this strip He gets that buy-in, like, right away. Because it's like, oh, you know, it's David Spade joking about strip clubs. Like, this is going to be a hack. And then he took, like, that's a good one-liner to, to, buy, to get the audience to buy in. It's called Cheetahs or Cheetos. No, not Cheetos. Cheetos. And... I make it rain. You know me. I'm like a rapper. I don't give a fuck. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. These guys, these rappers, they make it rain and they think they're so cool. They're like singles. You know, they got the ones, they got a hefty bag full of ones. What is that, $180? It's not that big a deal. But they're like Instagramming, like, "Mm, on the way to the club. So... I've realized it's sort of embarrassing for the girls because it's a little undignified. And the strippers, they get a lot of money. It's raining, obviously, on them. But they've got, you know, you can only hold X amount of dollars in your hand like this. You know, they're always like, and then there's like how many in the little strap there. And then the rest is on the ground. So at the end of the song, it's all sexy. Then it gets weird when they got to get down their knees like, scrape, scrape, scrape. Melissa, give me a second! (laughs) Scrape, and they got a dust buster. (laughs) I feel weird when I go, because they're naked so fast, I don't know what to do. 
You grow up, you date girls, and you're like, ah, and weeks go by, the clothes come off. This is 15 seconds, fully nude, and it, it just jars you. You're either, one way, you're either the awkward guy, which I am, where I go, ah-ha-ha, whoa, birthday suit. <laughs> That's what they call it, yeah. No, these are my friends. No, we're just chilling. It's all cool. It's all good in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're just partying, bop, bop, bop. That's where babies come from. You know, they don't like that. Or you're the quiet psycho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Step away. <laughs> Not all models in the old strip clubs either. <laughs> There's some rough trade running around. Oh, some dinged up shit, yeah. Not everyone's getting laid either, unless you're the one guy with a kilo of coke and a babysitter. It's not happening, honestly. Mm -hmm. This girl comes up to me, she goes, you wanna dance? I go, table dance? What's up? <laughs> I play dumb, you know, it's so smart. I go, what's up? And she goes, well, DJ plays a song, I strip off all my clothes, end of the song, you give me 20 bucks. I go, Feels like a lot. It's just right now there's a recession. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. She doesn't even bite on it. She's like, mm -hmm. So I go, right. And she's like, and the guy's like, this love is taking its toll. You say goodbye too many times before. My name is Heart is breaking in front of me. I have no choice, and I don't say it. Reaching out his hand for the money. What's going on? I go. That's the, the the song came unplugged. They didn't. Like, I go. No, it was electrical storm. Maybe an earthquake or. Oh my God! Is that how they get you? They don't play the whole, oh my God. Oh, that's good. Oh, you got me. You got me. Asshole. You did it. Got another guy. Stupid. It worked. Hey, you tricked me. Good job. There's your 20. Go high five all your stripper buddies. She goes, you want another dance? I go, ooh, ooh, ooh. This bitch wants, yeah, I'll take one more. So sad. Pathetic. Na, na, na. That's a song you didn't get the fucking words yet. It's so true. Like, I, I never realized that until I got a lap dance. I was like, oh, they didn't play the whole song. That, what a ripoff. Sure, I'll take another one. <laughs> like... Why? Why did I even agree to that? Mm -hmm. And you know he's going to go there with that. But it's still funny. I don't know. It's His uh, his act out, I think, makes that joke. Though, <coughs> for sure. Uh, yeah, that's a very that's a very visual joke. I like it. Mm -hmm. um, Which is perfect for a podcast. Right? Great medium. Yeah. So when you release this, I guess you just have to break some copyrights and put up the video, too. And then <laughs> he... Mimes removing his clothes as though he were the stripper. <laughs> and then he reaches out his hand, and that's where they laugh. <laughs> laugh, 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 titter, 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 poke, poke, poke. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
Yeah, no, it's good. It's it's good, David Spade. That's the right amount of spade. Yeah, right. That's yeah. I'm not that's, gonna. That's I'm not even gonna let that bit finish. Spade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that, that, that's called a spade. That's 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 good spade. But I mean the uh, the visual of them picking up the money after the song too. Like, yeah, this like, just, ugh. I didn't tip the strippers in Key West because I didn't know I had to. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got five guys for twenty five bucks and didn't realize I also had to tip them afterwards. Mm. Yeah, each one when you get a five and you get a oh wait that's fifty bucks. <laughs> yeah, you're like five guys and you could be like I could have gotten a burger. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like, and some free peanuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I got the peanuts <laughs> in my face. Mm, I have a legume allergy. Just dragged it across my sack. Salty. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh, there's an adjective. <laughs> he was a salty man. So he goes after the, uh, um, I mean, you think he's going to start joking about the name of it, Cheetos, Cheetos, but then he doesn't. So he moves on from that, which is good because that's that's overdone. Well, he doesn't um, joke about any of the strippers' names. He's right. just like... Like this chick is working here. Like she clearly does not give a fuck. Right. She has an objective, and his bullshitting isn't going to get anywhere with her. Right. No, for sure. Um, when I, I wrote like I don't know. I wrote a little. I've never done it on mm-hmm. stage, but I wrote like a bit at the, the the day after I went to the strip club. I was like, yeah, this girl was hitting on me at this bar, and and she seemed like she was really interested, but then. When I wouldn't pay her, she just left. It's almost like she didn't actually like me for me. Like, I was the one who felt objectified here. She likes me for me. I was just going to do that. <laughs> Not because I came with lots of singles. Too soon. When I was in Chicago, I walked in. I was trying to use the bathroom. I had to pee really badly, and I accidentally walked into a, a gay strip club. And, uh, and then I accidentally got four lap dances, too. <laughs> Oh, accidentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, see, I see that happens. Yeah. yeah. No, the first half was true, though. I walked in, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I just like, walked out. It's like, I wonder why these doors are so complicated. <laughs> Did <laughs> like, you use the bathroom? Maze. No, there were, I, no. Oh. <laughs> Did they make you pay? Like, they wanted... No, there was no door guy there. It That's... didn't look like... It wasn't very... Is that the difference between male strip clubs and... Uh... And, like, female strip clubs? It's like, you just... Come on in, guys. It was these, right by these... the Laugh Factory. Well, Sorry, depends. I didn't mean to cut you off. It there. depends on um, depends on if they're catering towards women or to all crowds. Because mm-hmm. there are some all male strip clubs that don't let men in, um, mm-hmm. and if they're if they're catering to women only, um, then it's a lot more expensive. It's usually at a comedy club. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't work comedy clubs, but the Thunder Down Under does. You cross the line. This is a bit by Jim Jim Jeffries uh, from. His special bear on Netflix, which you can watch on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> Way to peter out on that. <laughs> I'm, yep, I'm good. I'm good. Hire me to be your spokesperson to do your marketing. I'm in. I'm not allowed to go to strip clubs anymore. My girlfriend has said that's a no. Because uh, I don't behave myself in there, so I'm not allowed to go to them anymore. Because strip clubs aren't what women think they are. Like, Like, it used to be... It used to be like, okay, so when you go, when a man goes to a strip club, it's all about girls being as dirty and as horrible to each other as possible. That's what men want to see. Women, when they go to their like magic mic clubs or whatever the fuck they are, <laughs> women want to see that's like, what I'm talking like, about. Hey, ladies, he's a fireman and he comes out with his hose and like that. <laughs> and then once they take, whenever a stripper takes their clothes off, they still got like a fireman's hat on or a tool belt on or a policeman's gun on a holster. Right, because even when a man's naked, a woman wants to know that he has a job. 
When men well, yeah, his job's a stripper. We want yeah. them to have a job, and that job's stripping. Uh. <laughs> we want to just look at that girl dancing, have a handful of money, and just go, you can't take care of your kids. <laughs> <laughs> When, when men get private dances in these strip clubs, I don't know... I don't know if women actually know what goes on in those rooms, but it's basically, it's dry humping. There's no dancing. The girl gets in front, she gets where your cock is, pushes it to one side, and then she rubs on it. And then she stands over and puts a cunt right in your face, and you go... <laughs> That's what a private dance is, right? I don't know if there's private dancing in female strip clubs. Like, I don't... I don't kind of... Imagine that there would be. I don't imagine like a woman getting out of a back room with a friend and like going up to a friend and going, and she goes, how was it? She goes, well, he just sat me down and then he grabbed my genitals and then he dragged his scrotum over my forehead. <laughs> I gotta go to the ATM. So again, another another point of view on it: uh, the male strip club versus female strip. And he's he's like making a statement at the same time too. There's like an underlying message. That's why I love Jim Jeffries. There's an underlying message underneath every single joke that he has. Yeah. There's like something that he's actually saying, but he's putting it in a way that's funny. Like he, he ties it up in a nice package. Uh, pun intended. <laughs> nice package. Yep, yep, for sure. Ding. <laughs> Le package total. <laughs> yeah. Too soon. The last one. That do you want to do Hannibal Burris or Damien Lemon? Damien Lemon is he British? He sounds British. You would think Damien Lemon. Do you know what's an anno- an annoying accent? Um, New Zealand. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Brit McKenzie. I thought I liked. I thought I liked New Zealanders, and then I had sex with one, and I was like, "Oh no, I do not like your people." <laughs> oh, <laughs> just based off the accent. You're yeah. Like, no. Just you ever just hear someone just go, "Oh yeah, right there." <laughs> you like that? <laughs> And I was like, shut yeah. up. Yeah. One, you're a twink, so you already look like a child. Two, you can't talk like one. <laughs> you're like this big dick. <laughs> big I was dick. like, if your parents pop out soon, I'm, I'm jumping out of this hotel. <laughs> I, know, I used to be a strip club. Like, I used to be an enthusiast. But, uh, you know, fake love has gotten expensive. I'm going to pause real fast. Um, he's got this very... Um, Patrice O'Neillian style. It's like how uh, how a therapist is Jungian or Freudian. He's very a Patrice O'Neillian comedian. He's a Patrician. He's a Patrician. Yeah. Patrician. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's, he's a very, pediatrician. Yeah. yeah he, he's very like, like approachable. Atlanta, Georgia. You know anything about Atlanta, Georgia? Atlanta, Georgia is like the strip club capital of the world. Make it clap. Like, yeah, they look at you. You're like, I got to book a flight. <laughs> He next to his lady, like, all right, I think I need to see what's popping. Yeah. It's official. Like, it's part of the economy, you know? Like, they, they go hard. Strippers drive big cars, you know? They got kids in private school, you know? <laughs> Strip clubs are big, like, mega churches. You know, it's serious. New York, you could just slip in, you know, discreet storefront. Atlanta, it's like a huge parking lot. You might have to give somebody the keys to your car. You know? It's a whole situation. So I'm in Atlanta, we had the strip club. Now I told you, they got a parking lot. I've never been in a parking lot at a strip club before, so we didn't know what to do, you know? We, we were there a little early. We might have been a little thirsty. We was there a little early. So uh, I asked my friend, I was like, what are we gonna do 
in the parking lot before the strip club. My man was like, well, let's smoke a joint, you know, get high before we go into the strip club. I said, all right, that sounds cool. I've never been high in a strip club before. That might feel like some 3D IMAX type of thing. <laughs> so I said, all right, let's do it. We get into the car, we hot box. Like we about 17 years old, we get smacked. I know we high because I exit the vehicle like a moonlander. I step out like douche, douche. I'm inhaling air like I've never had oxygen before. It's amazing. Feel great. I'm on the runway to being super high, but in that moment, all I need to really take me to that next level, all I need, all I want is just like a bottle of water, you know? Like something like that, a little 16 ounce bottle of, you know, a little water, for two reasons. One, to counteract the cotton mouth, but then two, to stabilize the high, you know? I'm in my 30s, and when you're in 30s, there's a thin line between a good high and a panic attack. You understand? What so, a weird spot to edit. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be in the strip club bugging out again, you know? So we go into the strip club. One thing you should know about a strip club is a strip club is similar to the airport in the way that the prices are inflated, right? So I go to the, you know, go to the bar. The bartenders at the strip clubs are always beautiful. They always, always never show it. So the feels limited edition. You'll do a little bit more. Jarring. There's a bunch of waters behind her on the bar, and I asked the lady, I say, hey, how much for one of those waters? Now, 16 ounces of water. In the U.S., it's no more than a dollar, dollar fifty. That's what I'm wanting to hear. She looks at me, she says, ten dollars! So, said into my head, oh, you know. But I couldn't let her know. I didn't want to let on. I just walked to the joint. So I said, all right, let me get one of them ten dollar, dollar waters, please. You know? <laughs> I said that deliberately to let her know, listen, I know that you want some but I want you to know that I know that that's that I gave her $10, took my water, no tip. You're not going to get me twice. I'm penny, you know? Take my water, walk to my table. I sit down, put my water on the table. Another thing to know is the water, you know, the strip club is similar to Tinder before Tinder in the way that, you know, if you don't like what you see, you could just... <laughs> Swipe left, and some new to come. So I'm in there, I'm sitting at my table, I'm swiping, I'm probably like eight women deep. Very indecisive, you know. I'm about to spend a mean $27. I don't know what that converts to out here, but it's, I'm spending. So I'm going through. The eighth woman walks up, she's about 160 pounds, 30 of which is all fake Ass. Now, I know it's fake because it don't match her thighs. You know what I mean? It looks like a mini fridge is on her back. I like but I don't like just fake. No, it's just a little this is hard so to I like. swipe. I say, all right, take it easy. She don't move, you know? So now I got to swipe her again. A little bit more deliberate, a little bit more fake nice. I'm like, thank you. You know, one of those. She still doesn't move. She just looked at me. She was like, you don't even know what I could do. I said, oh, all right, now I'm weirded out because I don't know what to say. I don't know small talk for the strip club. So I said, uh, well, what's your talent, you know? She don't say anything. She just looks at me. She looks at my water, looks at me, looks at my water, looks at me. She takes my water. She grabs it, takes my water bottle, turns it, lodges it deep in her butt cheeks. She turns around. She starts clapping her ass in a peekaboo fashion to where I can see my water, but then I can't see my water. 
And I can see my water, and I can't see my water. I can see my water. After a while, I can't even see my water. It's going so fast. And I'm high, so I'm stuck. It feels like, a, you know, it's like a lava lamp. I'm, I'm in it for about a, a verse and a hook. But then at that point, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm quite, you know, at what point is this woman going to relinquish my water bottle? I'm quite thirsty, you know? Finally, about four minutes, 20 seconds goes by. The record fades out. She turns around, she relaxes her butt cheeks. My water bottle comes tumbling out onto the table. The water bottle looks like a paraplegic, you know? You know, it can't stand on its own. She walks off on her way to the locker room. I see a high five about four strippers like, yeah, we got him. It was in that moment I realized I was targeted. You know? And that's why I don't with the strip club anymore. Because the water is too expensive. <laughs> anyway, Montreal, I'm Damian Levin. Thank you so much. That's a joke about <laughs> water bottles. <laughs> I, you, you don't see it coming. That is, yeah. That's a great twist. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, why are you censoring a stand-up video about strip clubs? When he says ass? Yeah. Uh, depends <laughs> on what, where this aired originally. What's, uh, this aired, let's see, April 13th, 2019. No, where it aired. Oh, where? Um, the LOL Network. Um, I mean, so it's JFL. So Yeah, well, it has to be family-friendly. So that's definitely... It's about strip clubs. That's their radio edit, too. Ugh. So they don't care about your content. Right. They just... They will edit words. Yeah. It's like when, when you're told you have to work uh, radio or TV clean. You can say whatever you want as long as you don't say, like, these 19 words. Just 19. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try to find... All the fun ones. Yeah, there's not, nothing on Spotify. Like, uh... I was, I was going to say all, all of them, but we don't have that time. So, yeah, that I mean, I love that bit uh, just because it's about the water bottle. I mean, it's about yeah. the price of the water bottle. Like, that's the whole message that he's selling the whole time. It's not about the strip clubs. It's about why he doesn't fuck with strip clubs because... Because the water's too high. Water's too expensive, yeah. The rent too damn high. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a great twist at the end. Yeah, but. it's it's not where I thought that was going. Um, I do like the paraplegic line. Yeah. Uh, that is... That is an unexpected turn of phrase that you're just like, oh, like, that is a way to paint that picture. I wonder if that's that's a joke that he had written for something else where it didn't work, and then he slides it into that bit. I find that lines like that always come from something, and, mm-hmm. like, and you're like, I really want to use this somewhere. Where can I use this? Like, I do a dumb one about, um, about being black. And, well, it's not Tom. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, but like, it's about about being black, and it's like how I'm uh, how I'm not how I'm um, formerly Abercrombie and Fitch black. Now I'm Uber black, <laughs> right? And uh, if you fit it into the right bit, it's yeah. it's gold. But on its own, it's like, it's like you know, yeah, what are we doing here? I get it. Yeah, but uh, you you really gotta you, you you really gotta be in the right headspace for it. Right. I've got. I have a a note in my iPhone um, with just like one liners that don't work on their own, but it's like, I'm going to save these for later. And if I write something where it fits as like a tag to a joke, I'm in. Oh, um, here pre-tagging. Yeah. 
like TSA and shit. Yeah, I mean, if there if if there's a tag, if, like I can't come up with a tag for something, I'll go through that, and if something works, it works. If not, I mean, it's always good to have. Like, I never throw away old jokes because you never know when yeah. you can bring something. In. Absolutely, never, never throw. Oh, away. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Preach Pepper choir. <laughs> Pepperidge Farms knows. Last night I I listened to that and I like I didn't enjoy that bit as much as I just did. Um, <laughs> I think I was. So here's um, something that I do when I'm trying to figure out something to write about. When I'm watching a comedian that I really enjoy and they start talking about something, but then they stop talking about it, like, and I want to hear more about it. It's like, oh, that's this is that's for you to write, David. Like, yeah. You know, um, especially like Catholic schools or like working in restaurants. It's like, I wish he would have said this. It's <laughs> like, don't wish they would have said that. Write that. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of use them as a as the momentum for a bit. Uh, do you ever do that? No, I'm a bad writer. Yeah. I'm a bad writer. I'm a bad comedy student. I listen to almost no comedy these really? days. Um, outside of shows that I'm on or shows that I'm producing, I think I, I think in the last six months, I've gone out of my way to watch comedy three times. Uh, just because I'm, I love comedy and I love it so much. But I don't want to. I don't want anybody else's voice to end up in my act. I don't want any undue influence because I'm still. I'm still developing a name for myself. I'm still, you know, curating my voice. So, like, it's so hard for me to be like, I, I would love to go watch comedy, but I don't want to be like, oh, fuck, that guy's got a joke that I like, and now I can't do mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just... Right. So how would you say you developed your voice? Like, did you take any influences? Or- um, my, uh, the comics that I like a lot are, uh, I like to call them bar and theater comics. So like, uh, Lewis Black, Kathleen Madigan, uh, mm, she's great. Uh, Jim Jeffries, Wanda Sykes, Margaret Cho. These are the kind of comics. Like if you got them on a bar stool next to you, it's probably the exact same act. than then if you were in like a 5,000 seat theater. Yeah. Those are, I mean, those are good examples of them too. Like I, any venue I'm in with those comics. Um, and you, I mean, you headline a lot of bar shows. I mean, you go all over the place. Like, how do you get some of your content? And this is really why I wanted to bring you on, just the <laughs> way that you make connections with people who are just like, I couldn't see them laughing at this joke, yet they're doubling over in laughter. Like, um, I find that, that people who come out for comedy genuinely have an open mind, or they, they want to have an open mind. Mm-hmm. Uh very few people are going to come out and just get super offended over nonsense because um, at the end, it's, I'm just saying dumb words into a microphone. Most people come out and they're like, all right, well, we came out for comedy. We're, we're going to watch comedy. Um, and I, I I don't think that anything in my act is so outlandish. Like, yeah, some of the gay stuff goes a little far, according to some of my critics. Um and fuck them, right? Uh, do you know how much pussy eating I've listened to over the years? Uh, do you know how much like aggressive, like sexual assault material I have to listen to over the years? Like, if you can't listen to me consensually blow a dude, you can eat my ass, right? As far as like who you are, like, what got you started in comedy? Like, what made uh, you take that leap? I am an only child, and I <laughs> crave attention. Okay, um, but. Um, and people who are into the Zodiac say, because I'm a Virgo, I crave attention when I want it. And I only want it in small doses. So. Uh, no, but like I'm an only child, I crave attention. Um, I crave positive attention. 
Um, I got started, it'll be nine years this May because I flipped a truck off a bridge. Okay. And I figured out that if that didn't kill me, um, maybe getting on stage wouldn't kill me and performing wouldn't be the worst. And then I was awful for a, a while and then I got less awful. And now people actively like me. No, it's always, I always enjoy like watching, yeah. like, see, like when you walk into a room, it's like, oh, sweet, look, Diane's here. I'm going to enjoy this next five minutes yeah. at LAT. I am I'm, I'm trying to I'm tr- I am trying to come out and do mics and write more. Um, as soon as I record this album, I have to start on the next hour. So that sucks. And this will be your third, right? Yeah, it sucks putting putting stuff to bed. But I tore enough where like I need to have you know a new hour coming, a new hour in development. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, how many dates do you do out of town a year? Would you say? Um, oof. Probably forty weeks, forty five weeks a year. Nice, something like that. What's the favorite? Your favorite place you've ever performed? Um, favorite place. Um, I really like Fayetteville, Arkansas. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, I I'm going back this weekend. Actually, it's one of my favorite shows. Um, Nashville is a great city. Um, I had a killer time in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Sensing uh, a theme. I I don't know what it is about Fayetteville's that are just. Yeah. That are so good. Um, the Fayetteville, uh, North Carolina, I went there for the first time. That was really fun. Um, I like, I do like the South a lot. Um, I did, I'm headlining a festival in uh, the Pacific Northwest coming up, and that should be a really good time. Um, I'm going out to LA, to Los Angeles for the very first time this uh, this May. I'm gonna go try and stake my claim. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. That's gonna. I. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I. That's not my world. Yeah. That's not. That's not who I am. I'm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not your typical club comic. I. Uh, I. I. I can't say hello in three minutes, let alone um, impress anybody in three minutes. But you know, whatever. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. You. You won't know until you actually do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's yeah, and, and not only do you perform all the time, but you also uh, give venues for other comedians to get stage time too, which is much appreciated. Uh, you've got your show at Two Bucks in Lakewood. Um, that's every other week. Was it like? Yeah. It's uh, bi-monthly. Yeah. It's like twice a month. Yeah. Um, we'll be adding my the dates for the rest of spring and summer soon. Very excited about that. Um, we just added the venue out in North Olmstead. Uh, we're going to do, uh, right now, it's just the last Sunday of March. We're doing a, a cheap date out there, which oh, nice. is really fun. Um, and then hopefully that picks up and we uh, do those throughout the year. Cool. Uh, should be a really good time. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And you also started the uh, the, the Midwest Queer Comedy Festival. The Midwest Queer Comedy Yeah, uh, submissions are open for that right now. I have it open on Monday, and I have 62 submissions to go through wow. so far. Already. And I still have five weeks of submissions being open. So, yeah. By the, by the time this, this airs, that'll probably be passed. <laughs> No, we, we, like, we like to holster our shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Keep them in the chamber. Do you, do you know about when? Because I could tell you where I will be. Hmm. Uh, God. What do we have? We have Brett, Joe, Raj is this Monday. Amber. Uh, am I missing somebody? For what again? So I'm looking like late March, early April. Yeah. 
Okay, so if this comes out the last week of, of March, this weekend, this week I am in Florida. Um, I'll be getting back. I'll, I'm headlining in all over Florida between March 19th and 28th. The 29th, I have Cheap Date North Olmstead with headliner Mary Santora. Yeah. Um, April 3rd and 4th, I'm at Boss Comedy Club in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um I am at, I'm in Oklahoma City April 9th. I'm headlining Hattie's Good Grub in um in Cleveland on April 18th. That's Spider Show. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's gonna be a really fun show. That's a great venue. Yeah. Um I'm working with the Cleveland Comedy Festival. We'll be starting a show at the hostel very soon. Um it's gonna be a really cool show. It's the idea is to bring in um it's called Test Kitchen, so it's uh, indie shows from around the country will be coming in to do like live versions of other shows to see if you know if it works out on the road. Huh. Um, and probably bring in some podcasts and do some stuff like that where it's like, hey, let's see how your show does live here. There you go. So you are a working comic man. It's much appreciated. <laughs> so thanks for taking the time to to come and do this. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having today. me. This was fun. Yeah, uh, was good. If you guys are on the internet, uh, please follow me. I need it. It it's so dumb how much you need social media here. I fucking hate social media. Um, just know that every tweet that you see, I was sent with arrest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a gun to my head. Uh, every tweet, every Instagram, every Facebook post with duress. Yeah. Fucking duress. Like, even the funny ones it's with an, duress. It's a necessary evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm on Twitter at Life's a Party because uh, it's all one word, Life's a Party. Because um, I got a Twitter in 2000, I don't know, eight. And I didn't realize I would have Twitter forever. Um, and I didn't realize that... I didn't know the password, so I can't fucking change it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And who knew that my major source, like that, a major source of my uh, business persona would be life's a party. Yeah. Does that still apply, or has the the meaning changed? Oh, or do you just wish you could get rid of it? It's sarcastic as yeah. shit now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it still applies. Yeah. Um, um, cool. And then I'm on Instagram at funny Dwayne. Um, I've got a website somewhere. <laughs> Google it. I don't even look at it. So yeah, I expect you to. It's like an angel fire. Like, <laughs> oh, I think I think it's a Lycos. <laughs> Man, right? I remember that. I remember that. Um, everybody's on Squarespace, like Wix. Yeah, Geo City. Oh, I f- uh, wait. Is is Squarespace one of your sponsors? No, I fucking hate Squarespace. Okay. I uh, they bought it. Like, I bought into their bullshit. Where how it's so quick and easy and cheap to build a website with them. It's not. It's no. actually a big pain in the dick yeah i would rather just have a formula and just plug shit in but yeah um GoDaddy is plug and play but it is super expensive to, yeah. to re uh, to renew those yeah i'm on wix mine's mine's wix uh, wordpress is another one i was on wix for a minute and then um GoDaddy tricked me into coming over there and then so it's danica patrick ads <laughs> god damn it danica you crossed the line steve is there, is there anything you want to add anything uh about strip clubs you've been you've been uh stoic <laughs> this day you're a calming presence Not in the... particularly talkative <laughs> today oh, hear it. it's fantastic for a podcast <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm just going to let you talk. Um, no, this was fun. I enjoyed myself. I had a great um, time. Thank you. 
Is there uh, any parting advice you would give to young comics, upcoming comics, um, particularly ones who are trying to work jokes about something like along the lines of like strip clubs or like their sexuality into their sets? Listen to the silence when you're telling the joke and figure out where the laugh should be. Mm. So just because it doesn't work the first time or the first couple times doesn't mean it's a bad joke. Uh, listen to where where the laughs were and where you la- where you wanted the laughs to be. Like, and sometimes silence in a joke is a good thing. Like, if I'm telling a story, I like the room, like I like the energy to like to cool down just a little bit and everyone to listen because the punch is so much bigger if everyone's on board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know shit about shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this for nine years. I don't know dick about shit. Well. Like, You've been doing it for nine years, so you've learned a thing or two yeah. along the way. So well. I, I've learned that um, I, I've driven more than a hundred and fifty thousand miles for comedy in the last six years. Yeah, I've I've done it in twenty in like thirty four states or something like that. I don't even know. I, I've been all over, and the only thing I learned, the only thing that I know for fact is I like comedy. I love doing comedy every night. Uh, but sometimes in the middle, you're just like, oh, I could have been a doctor. <laughs> I could have gotten a pizza. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that is a callback. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for taking time again out of your schedule and doing this. Um, you represent the city really well <laughs> and uh, keep going out and hustling. And best of luck when you go out to L.A. and Fayetteville and <laughs> everywhere, Sioux Fayette Falls, Falls all those places. Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm literally going from LA to like West Virginia like the next week just to like get my bearings back. It's <laughs> <laughs> the way to do it. Wow. Uh, Steamers. Yep, that's me. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what? You want me to plug my social? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's at Steve Mers on Instagram at Stephen Mers on Twitter. And uh, I'm the David Horning everywhere. Um, first Monday of every month, come to the Plum. We do a service industry themed comedy show. Uh, always fun to uh, interact with the audience. We interact with the audience at the end and just kind of have a nice back and forth. Um, I always like my rooms to be very inclusive and like have a different feel to them. And uh, this has been going well so far. So uh, check out the plum for that. And uh, what else am I plugging? I think that's it. I think we'll unplug from here. Um, and make sure you tip your strippers. Tip your strippers. There you go. If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod or like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation, is what I'm saying. All right. Bye.